Elijah, it was 29-17. Yeah, you know, in that game, Charles Tillman caused the most superfluous t- turnover in the history of football, I think. Because I remember he got a peanut punch. It was like late in the second quarter. Y'all were up 16-14. And Peyton Manning completes a pass. And Charles Tillman punches it out and recovers it. Bears get the ball back. And immediately, next play, immediately, Rex Grossman drops the snap and the Colts got the ball back. And then y'all missed the field goal anyway. But then we lost. Oh, wait. You're talking about... You're talking about Thursday night. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. No. But I'm was... happy that you always are just so willing to ride with the joke. No, of course. No. At this point, it's like I don't take it personally when my team loses the Super Bowl that one time because, like, you play on your schedule. Like the only personal games are rivalry games to me. Like you know, like like games against the Vikings and the Packers are going to be personal. Lions, whatever. Um, but like you know, whoever you play in the Super Bowl, it's like it's just who you meet from the other conference. So I got nothing against the Colts for that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I got, something against, I got something against Rex Grossman, but that's another conversation. I was going to say, we could definitely do an entire hour on Rex Grossman. We could do, yeah, definitely an entire episode on Rex Grossman. Well, welcome to the Jewpoint Conversion, newest episode. Here recording on this uh, Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Shabbat Shalom, Noah. friends. This is Elijah Zalonki Friedman. Hi. Hello, Noah Elijah. So Noah and Elijah. Yeah. We're we're referencing Thursday night football. Why did they go for two anyway? The Eagles? Yeah. Because like, they, they had a um there was a penalty. Oh. There was a penalty called on the Texans right. off for offsides, and so Nick Sirianni decided to yeah, do the two point try he, from the one instead of the two. He liked the shot from the one. I like it. Yeah. No, respect, respect. So the Eagles played the Texans, which is of course I think only the third time in the history of sports that two cities Match up in the in the NFL and the World Series on the same day. I don't remember the other two instances, but I think I heard that did correctly. The Bears did not play the Browns that year. I'm trying to think. The Astros play the. I don't think you're going to get it unless no, we like research it. it. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, the Eagles travel to Houston, Jalen Hurts' hometown, right. and they beat the Texans by the final score of twenty nine to seventeen. There really isn't a whole lot that I want to really talk about from this game because it was exactly how it was supposed to play out. I mean, me and you both said that the Eagles were going to win. They yep. moved to eight no. Struggled a little early, but that they was did. Expected. Well, yeah. yeah, the Texans opened up. They had a, had a really nice drive uh, yep. where they, it was capped off by a touchdown. Um, Philip Dorsett, former Colt, former Patriot. Um, we'll talk about those two teams in a little bit. Yeah, uh, had a really nice catch. Yeah. That, Davis, I mean, you talked about how Davis Mills might be your guy. Like, I'm starting to believe it a little well, bit more. Well, the thing about like, Davis Mills is that, like, his expectations are very low. So anytime he does something, like, remotely good, it's like, oh, man, this guy's pretty good. Because that's what you get when you draft a quarterback in, like, the second or third round. That There's not a lot of expectations there. So even if they play, like, remotely fine, it's going to be embellished. Because, yeah. you know, like, you're playing with house money. It's the Taylor Heineke effect. And we'll talk about him in a little bit, too. Oh, you know we will. But anyway, I, I think the number one thing to take out of this is that this was a definite trap game for the Eagles. They handled it very well. Yep, it was first it, half, you know, tie game. After yeah, 14-14. And, you know, that's the thing about Thursday night games, especially on the road. They're just going to be trickier. They're yep. just like, 
going to be tricky to win them. Texans have been a little bit frisky this season. They're not good, but they're frisky. No, they've won one game, so they're not good. Right, and they tied another. Um, Exactly. Like, they've had as many ties as wins this season. The tie happened in week one. Yeah, that's true. No, believe me. We we are now... Believe me, we're on the same page. The Texans are not a good football team. No, they're not. But they could be a little tricky, and the Eagles, you know, were a little sluggish at first. Yeah, but... But, you know, they showed they were the better team, and they showed that they are as good as their record indicates uh, by... Kind of dominating the second half. Right? Dolphins of 1972 can't pop their champagne yet. You know they Not always do that every. Yet. They do that every single time that uh, the I last know, team loses. So the Eagles are that team. Hurts had a really good game. 243 in the air with two touchdowns. Dallas Goddard 100 yards receiving and he got into the end zone. AJ Brown four touchdowns in the last two games. Pretty yeah, he, freaking I mean, good. Right now, my fantasy team we started three and five. Okay. But I got AJ Brown and DeAndre Hopkins coming back. So oh. I think I'm gonna have. I think I'm. I think I'm about to go on a tear. Speaking honestly. of my fantasy team, very disappointed that Devontae Smith only had two targets. He caught both of them, 22 yards. And then he tweets after the game, don't care about your fantasy teams. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't either. blame him, but also... That, that's the right mentality to have. Also, you, know, you want to win... Fo- yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> on the one hand, like, that's great. On the other hand, like, what the hell, Devontae? Like, do better for me. Personally, me. 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 Exactly. So... Speaking of me... What are no. we speaking about with No, me? no, you go ahead. You were No, I was just going to say I had nothing. The the whole point of the show tonight besides the fact that we recap Thursday night, not a whole lot to talk about. Um both both of us got Eagles. Um we'll talk about week 9 picks for Sunday and Monday in a little bit, but the trade deadline happened. Yes. And I I literally it was in the back of my mind when we recorded on Monday night, but I didn't realize it was going to be as crazy as it was. Yeah, that was like insane. 10 trades, most in a trade deadline in the NFL since 1991. So just thinking about the fact that so many... I want to so revisit many... that 91 trade deadline, by the way, because that sounds like it was we good. Should, you should do a... Um, I'll do a piece easy, about that. Yeah, you should do an mm. easy network piece. Um, yeah. The biggest one to me, and I think the biggest one to everybody, was Miami. They ended up going out and getting Bradley Chubb yep, from the Denver Broncos. Yep, they gave up... Uh, Chase Edmonds, first-round pick in next year's draft and fourth-round pick in 2024. Uh, The Dolphins were also compensated with a fifth-round pick in 2025. Um, Mike McDaniel is basically reforming the 49ers because that's where it came from. This is true. Because they also got Jeff Wilson in the trade deadline as well. Right. Um, So now it's Wilson and Raheem Mostert in the backfield. Well, he wants running backs who know the system. Yeah, exactly. That that makes a lot of sense. Oh, it makes tons of sense. And Denver needed a running back too, so they ended up getting Chase Edmonds in the deal. Right, so. and I, I just feel like this is a very, like, a textbook definition of a mutually beneficial deal because, on mm-hmm. the one hand, you got a great pass rusher going over to this Miami Dolphins team who needs a pass rusher. Um, this will help them a lot. Like, this this is, I, I really like this move for Miami. You know, you get one of the premier pass rushers in the game. Um, and, you know, you're going to be playing against Josh Allen. You're playing against, I mean, Zach Wilson ain't it yet, but, like, you're, you're going to want a guy who get pressure on Mac Jones. Like, I think that definitely highly, highly underrated move. Or I guess not underrated. It's pretty well-rated. But, you know, just really, really good move for the Miami Dolphins. And a great move for Denver because you get a first-round pick out of it. And, and uh, you know, like, in terms of their own pass rush, seems like a – I think his name is Baron Browning. He's, yep. He's uh, so good. He's been really good he's so far excellent. this year. I think that, you know, they might have a diamond in the rough with him. Yeah. So, really, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And the strength of the Broncos' defense is that secondary – so I wouldn't be surprised if Denver doesn't really lose a step defensively despite losing um, such an elite uh, pass rusher. It feels like these two teams that 
made the trade are mirroring each other now in terms of their defense. Like a little bit, they predicate themselves on their secondary, yep. which they have very good players. You got Broncos. some safeties, Javon Holland. You got uh, the other guy, um, Patrick Sertan for the Broncos. Right, I'm talking about, but Xavier um, right. uh, Howard right. for the for the Dolphins. Right, right. But then and then you talk about Browning, who's now going to be elevated into that starting role and can prove himself. Bradley Chubb on the other side now for Miami, and then the pass rushing on the defensive line is not necessarily good i would say but right. it's like it's okay but like in terms of what their systems are it seems perfect right and it, it definitely works for what they're trying to do and bradley chubb ended up getting some money out of it too signed oh. a five-year extension with miami worth 110 million dollars 60 million guaranteed good for him man because like you know early in his career it was so plagued with injuries i'm glad he got the bag he yeah. deserves it he so absolutely deserves it very very good player um and yeah i mean he's uh you know, just one more thing for Josh Allen to worry about. True. I mean, yeah. the, the AFC East is really shaping yeah, up. It might be like the a... best. It might be the – it's up there. The two East divisions are the best in football right now. Yeah. You I think re- record-wise. Record-wise, yeah. for sure. I, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. And I, I, I think it's it's safe to say that Miami won the trade deadline. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, I had another point on this about Bradley Chubb as well. But, oh, that was my point. So, Miami traded Laramie Tunsil. To the Houston Texans. Yep. Right? And in return, they got draft compensation. Yes. Three first-round picks, right? Yes. Yeah. And you know who they use those three first-round picks on? The, eventually, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's Jay- one. Jalen Waddle and another. Bradley Chubb. Exactly. That's so like... Chris Greer, I mean, the GM g- of the Miami Dolphins. The, the gift that keeps on giving. My God. That Larry Tunsil trade. I just want to root for the Dolphins, but I can't because Stephen Ross, their owner, is garbage. Well, I don't think there are very many owners who I love as people... I love the products that they give us, but I don't love them as people. So, so wait, wait, real quick before we go to the Justin Fields thing here, um, what, what Justin Fields thing? I, I saw the word Fields. Well, oh, that's not yeah. what I was going to mention. Right, right. Fair, fair. Yeah, the William Jackson trade is interesting. Pittsburgh trading for a corner. I don't really know why. Uh, Joe Hayden retired. That, that was that <laughs> a few years, a few years ago. I feel like that was definitely this season, was it not? Am I, am I, you're probably right. I don't know. Right. It was Either super low-key. But anyway, I wanted to talk about your Bears. They made a trade deadline deal. They Didn't got they Chase Claypool. Okay, they made one really significant one, and they made one. No, they made two really significant ones. Roquan Smith is significant. Well, okay, they gave up one, and they, they got one. Right. So, I mean, Roquan, we already discussed. Right. So, did we? Yes, we did. Okay. Because it happened okay. before Tuesday. Oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah. Chase Claypool, however, that's a big one. Giving up a second-round pick in next year's draft to get him. I mean, listen, like... I'm hyped about it. Yeah, I would be hyped about it. Did you see his introduction video, by the way, that the Bears tweeted out on social? Was it the one that was like, let's cut to the chase, this guy could ball? Um, I don't know what the writing was, but it was basically just him standing in front of a camera and then Matt Eberflus makes a cameo appearance. I did not see that. Okay. I want to see that, though. Matt Eberflus makes a cameo appearance after Chase Claypool, like... Gives a bunch of like ah, and, you right, know, right, like right. flexes on the camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and love like that. every and, and it starts with a bunch of sound bites, basically saying Chase Claypool needs help and he needs to go to a, you know he needs a fresh start, whatever. And sure. now he gets traded to Chicago. Ibrufus comes in, gives him a spear. I guess that has something to do with Chase Claypool. Like he does something like that. I I don't know what that's in reference to. Well, you should watch the video and then maybe I'll check it out. I'll check it but out. Anyway, I I think it's a big deal because you get Justin Fields help. Of course, like everyone's talking about how we talked about we we discussed this during a walk the other night. About a lot of how, people are saying that the Bears got fleeced. I don't think they got fleeced at all. So, in the sense that Pittsburgh drafts really well, yeah, yes, right, because they get a second round pick. Right, but in terms of in terms of the short term, like 
they didn't trade a second round pick to just lose Chase Claypool after this season. Right. They're going to pay the man. Uh, most likely, yes. And, and they should. We, uh, but they're not obligated to yet because he's still under contract through Through next season, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like, you know, we got this young, hungry, unproven, kind of unpro- kind of unproven kid, although he's been really good, you know, uh, for much of his career. Um, six foot four, 240 pounds. He runs a 4'4". Four, four. I mean, just like on paper – He's in like just such a an insane physical specimen mm-hmm. to go to you know go opposite Darnell Mooney, who's just like that small, speedy, uh, you know, really good blocking receiver as well uh, in Mooney. And it's just like these two receivers are going to complement each other very, very well. Yes, and I think that I kind of like what Chicago's got going on offense. And we'll and see. I, I can never say I never say that. And if Valus Jones develops. I mean, we'll see. Like he seems to be one of those good gadget guys that you get the ball. You yeah, know, I think he's going to be one of those guys that you you, you you give him a few like three to four running plays every game, a couple screen passes, uh, and you let him follow Claypool, who's big, and Mooney, who's a really good blocker, like and Komet, who's been blocking out of his mind this season. It's like, and you know, we're already the number one rushing team in football uh, by a wide margin. I kind of like what we're doing on offense, and I've never been able to say that. So good job, Chicago. Uh, and good job, Pittsburgh, you know, getting a second-round pick for him. And good job on the Bears by fleecing the Packers, too. Not fleecing the Packers, but getting Claypool before the Packers could make that move because the Packers were on the way to, get, to getting a guy. The Packers didn't do shit. I'm thrilled Yeah, I was going to say, the yeah. Packers didn't make any trade deadline. They're just, it's almost like they slept through the whole thing, and it's just fantastic because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to continue to be upset, and it's just nice. It's there was nice another video on social. And I think FanDuel tweeted it. It was basically them trying to mimic an Aaron Rodgers conversation with the front office. And Aaron basically says, hey, can I get a wide receiver? And then it's like a video of people in a church singing, (laughs) no, 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 no. Like, it's it's, it's really good. good. I love that. Also, I'm so sorry for singing. Like, that was really bad. Dude, I think think you're... I think think I've made my point, I think you're a phenomenal singer. Thank you. I appreciate it. Those Camp JCA Summers, dude, like, we sang a lot. Alive, alive, alive. Anyway, I'm not going to sing right now, but yeah. No. I don't know why that's the first song that came to mind either. Country Roads. Speaking of which, you know a guy who looks like Country Roads? Speaking of Denver. uh, No, no, no. no, TJ Hawkinson. He got traded. He does look a little bit like Country Roads. He does. I don't know how else to explain it, but you're right. He got traded within the division, within the NFC North. He goes from the Detroit Lions to the Minnesota Vikings. Stupid. Well, it's The Lions are so stupid. Well, no, 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 no. Here, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I heard this from last night's broadcast. Michael Smith, who's the basically rogue Thursday Night Football reporter, he right. basically said, Detroit hankered down and they did what was best for them. Which is trading... Within the division. Because they ended up getting a 2023 second rounder, a 2024 third rounder. And they had to give up two fourth round picks as well. Okay. Which, I mean, that matters. It, I think that matters. It could. I mean, it could. Listen, Min- Minnesota has a new front office. This is the right. first year under their regime. I really would like I to. Think I think Minnesota like to, fleeced the Lions. Minnesota could easily fleece, the, but they had to do this because Irv Smith Jr., their starting tight end, ended up going down with an injury, right. and he's out for the rest of the regular season, eight to ten weeks. Right, but like he's on IR. I mean, if I'm a Vikings fan, I'm jumping for joy. You you get a really good player who yeah. scored a touchdown against y'all earlier this year. Yes. By the way, like you get a really good player. Away from a divisional opponent, he's gonna like. I mean, first of all, he's gonna get his revenge whenever the Lions and Vikings play again. And secondly, it's just like 
I mean, I, I hate the idea of trading within your own division. I think it's just so silly. And, uh, I mean, especially because Hawkins is a good, he's a really good player. Yeah, he's a he good is. football player. Uh, yeah, Lions that, are that, really starting over. <laughs> you know, yeah, they are very much starting from scratch. I think what the Vikings have going offensively, I mean, I always thought it was good. Now you add in, like, a really good tight end to the mix, and it's like, like, h- how do you guard them? How do you, how do you guard an offense who has Adam Thielen? Uh, I mean, he, he I don't That's know why. The first I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I started with Adam Thielen. I don't, he's a great receiver, though. Come on, he's a really good receiver. I, I mean, he's not as good as he used to be. But he's yes, not as he's good st- as he used to be. He's but still a solid number two. A, a, as a route runner, he's like you know teams teams do not like facing a route runner that good. I like to watch obviously him dance. right right. Oh, he's a funny dancer as well. He is obviously Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook are the two dynamic playmakers. I was gonna say team, yeah. <laughs> and now and now you got a great tight end. Yeah. And uh, you know Kirk Cousins got him. Kind of has an kind of has an embarrassment of riches, mm-hmm. um, and you got Alexander Madison. What's your name, man? Uh, really solid backup running back. Um, I think it's Alexander Hamilton. No, that's the joke. Um, yes. Every time he runs the ball, if I, like if I was Chris Berman, and it was like, what? And, and would, yeah, that was a great whoop. Thank by the way. you. But I was like, Vikings with the ball at the thirty yard line. They give it to what's your name, man? Alexander Madison takes it upfield, 30 yards, and he could go all the way. Like, that's what I would that's do. That's so good. Your that's... dog just perked up, by oh, the way. She's know. very excited oh, for, your, yeah. for, your, for your calls. Yeah, she, she, she enjoys that was good. it. I love when you get into this. Like, no. you really get into character. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just, it's like, I think that's something that Chris Berman, Boomer, could definitely use. I think that's something he would do. Yeah. Like, that's something he'd be like, oh, that's, that, that's a pretty good one. Like, that's probably what he would say if he heard that. So, yeah. Did you know Chris Berman during the quarantine lockdown period was uh, like a featured guest on ESPN's broadcast because they didn't have any sports and he introduced an Eagles concert and it just so happened it was the Eagles concert I went to four years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Fun. It, like TV back then was really crazy. I'm, I don't yeah. want to get too far down the rabbit hole. Right, right, right. Speaking of Chris Berman. The, be- the best thing happening during that time was the Mariners documentary, but that's neither here nor there. Oh my goodness, John yes. Boyce. John um, Boyce. Speaking of which, Chris Berman would say, nobody circles the wagons like... I don't... Uh, do you not, do you not I, know I, who, I, that I one? I'm okay. blanking. John nobody Boyce. circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Oh. They were active at the trade deadline. I guess that's a, that's they a ended one, up yeah. getting somebody near and dear to my heart. Running back Naheem Hines from the Indianapolis Colts, and oh I'm, yeah, I'm pissed about it, but also I'm happy for Naheem because he finally gets to show out. Because listen, it worked out great for both teams, honestly. Because you got you're Zach basic- Moss, you're basically trading your backup running backs, right? Um, Zach Moss actually might get a ton of touches this weekend if, if he's Taylor's active. Hurt. So Jonathan Taylor is hurt; he's officially been ruled out. Right. Again, we'll talk about that more later. We've got injury news. Zach Moss um, is one of those. I feel like he. He's one of those unfortunate running backs who gets hit in the backfield a lot. So let's see how he does with a good offensive line. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, once I the Colts offensive yeah, line yeah. gets healthy. Right, right. Um, Deion Jackson's getting the start, by the way, for Indy this weekend. Deion uh, Jackson? Deion Jackson, yeah. Duly noted. Um, he's He was very good in, uh, against Denver, and now he's got to be really good against the Patriots. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Right, right. I wanted to make sure that we got that trade out of the way because – it's significant. The Buffalo Bills added another piece to their puzzle. Right. Just thinking about the fact that they can use Devin Singletary on first and second down and then spread Naheem Hines out yep. wide. C- kind of a coverage down. dictator, like, you know. Like, that's huge for them. That's huge for them. I just wonder what he can do outside of, you know, a dome. Right. I mean, I don't consider I think he'll be, a dome. I think he'll be pretty good. I hope so. I yeah. mean, you know, flourishing in an offense like Buffalo's. I was glad to see Buffalo make a move for a running back because – like, for, uh, nothing against Zach Moss, who I think is a quite good, you know, a strong player. I, I just think 
you know, uh, the bull, the Bills already have a bulldozing running back, and his name is Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you need short yardage, you're going to call number 17. So now you got, like, this really, you know, solid, you know, really kind of like an all-around running back in Naheem, Naheem Hines. Yep. Just really good player. And, uh, you know, Naheem Hines Ward, I like to call him. <laughs> really good. Really good move for them. Too bad they uh, can trade to Pittsburgh. And Buffalo is still the team to beat in the AFC, by the way. Yeah. Straight up. Very well could be. But I... I'm, I, I, I'll miss Naheem. I hope he does well. I just don't want to see him ever play the Colts ever again. That's even fair. though that's going to happen. It will. Um, another trade that I felt like was significant, and this was the last one we can talk about unless you think of another one. Okay. Um, there's a player that is very underrated at this very moment in time because he hasn't played, because yep. he's suspended by the NFL for gambling. For betting on himself. Yep. Calvin Ridley silly, but whatever. gets traded from the Atlanta Falcons to the Jacksonville Jaguars. In return, the Falcons get a 2023 conditional fifth-round pick, and that is conditional because it can go down in value if Calvin Ridley is activated by the NFL and can play earlier than expected. Right, right, right. So it'll, that would go down to a fourth round, and then the 2024 conditional second-round pick, I believe, would go down to a first round. I love this pick for both sides. I do too. I really do. Like honestly, this trade deadline not just been like not just great in terms of like all the player movement. It's great in terms of like I think every team benefits in some way like like it just seems like very mutually beneficial agreements and jacksonville you know trevor lawrence up and down season i still think he's you know i still think he's gonna be very good ultimately he's got excuse me um he's <laughs> gonna, excuse yeah sorry i'm just talking fast but uh he's gonna have next year just a, a great repertoire of weapons to look forward to calvin ridley is one of the best route runners in the nfl uh, he's kind of like, he reminds me of how Donald Driver used to play. Wow. Uh, that's a big comp. Yeah. Honestly, Donald that's Driver a was really good comp. Yeah. Like, Donald Driver was a really, really good, not the biggest receiver, but, you know, good in space, you know, good at running routes, always, you know, on time and whatnot. And that's what Ridley does. Ridley's really good with the whole timing thing. I think he's going to help Trevor Lawrence tremendously. Um, and in addition to that, the the Falcons are 4-4 four and four this year, which is, you know, they're kind of exceeding expectations. And Ridley hasn't played it down. Meaning, you know, like, uh, whatever they're doing on offense, despite the fact that they are limited by, um, you know, Mariota isn't, like, you know, the, the, the best pure passer in the world. Atlanta hasn't, like, they're establishing an identity as, like, a really solid running team. Uh, they're playing, like, pretty good defense this year, all things considered. I just think, you know, like, if, you know, halfway through the season, you're 4-4, you're four and four, like I, I think that what Atlanta is doing works to the point where trading Calvin Ridley makes sense for them. Um, so yeah, I think that was a definitely mutually beneficial deal. And Atlanta were shoppers at the trade that de- or shop or well, what's sellers. the term? Yeah, sellers. Yeah, right. sorry, sellers, shoppers. You know, sorry for the Nets. Um, yeah. Well, they also got a corner, I guess. Yeah, they got Rashad Fenton from the Kansas City Chiefs, so they were buyers in that regard. But then they ended up giving away Dean Marlowe, right. their safety, who ended up going to Buffalo for a seventh rounder. So right for a. Uh, uh, probably to replace carlos hyde not carlos hyde micah, micah hyde. hyde yeah yeah thank yes. you yes um, good call right so but i mean listen if you have the falcons on your bingo card as the most active team at the trade deadline like congrats yeah and like the nfl trade deadline is not the same as the mlb trade deadline or the nba trade deadline right but it definitely felt like it because you could see Schefter especially tweeting out and another deal and another deal yeah and another it, deal. it really aired like the mlb trade deadline which is usually kind of crazy kind of crazy as well so you know it definitely had had that vibe it reminded me of that free agency in the nfl from a few years back when it was, it was like 2010 2011 maybe uh-huh. like right after the lockout you know, i don't know if you remember but like right after the lockout you just had like all these crazy signings like 
The only one that sticks out to me for some reason is that was when Matt Hasselbeck signed with the Titans when he was at the Seahawks for so long. But there were so many deals at that time, and it was just like in such a condensed space. That's what this reminded me of. I don't know if you, do you remember that. That's another episode you have to revisit, I yeah, think. the 2011 or 2010. No, I, I could not tell you off the top of my head. Uh, free agency. Anybody yeah, it was. who signed with any teams in right. 20, I was. I'm going to have to look that I was up. 15. I was 15. I was 14. Yeah. So, well, you're yeah. smarter than me. So. I'm not smarter than you. Yes, I'm, you I'm pretty smart, but... That's very kind, but I'm not smarter than Noah Friedman. All right, Elijah. Well, I appreciate that, but that's not true. Um, what do you say? Let's make some picks, eh? Yeah, let's Week make some nine. picks. Week um, nine. I love, by the way, that we're still doing this in person. And oh, yeah, it's great. Like, it's so much better. So much better than a mini So sub. much better, and you um, know, we don't have to like watch the Zoom clock or no, anything. No, we it's don't. Great. We can just talk out it's of our asses. Great. It's just Talking great. out of our... Oh, so, my God. You just cursed on the show, Noah. I said asses. There's, there's children, Noah. We use ass on just, TV. I, I know. I know. I'm, also, I'm just, donkey. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I was making a... See, are you going to slap the e, e label? I, I saw you did that for one of the episodes I did, recently. I did do that because I definitely used... Yeah, you dropped F, F, few, F and F. A few um, bombs. But, and that's the irony of me saying, Noah, watch your language. It's so, funny. Yeah, it's pretty, um, but, yeah. but yeah, we're in week nine, the NFL season. We're almost halfway through um, this 18-week extravaganza for the regular season. Congratulations are in order to our week nine buys. There are six of them. The yes. Cleveland Browns, Denver Broncos, Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, and San Francisco 49ers all have buys this week, meaning they cannot win nor lose. So congratulations to those teams. Woo. Um, yeah, because of that, we have uh, a very light schedule, and I've seen the games. They all suck, basically. Ah. <laughs> they're, they're, like, and, and I want to hear how you think they don't, but like, we can get through it as we make picks, but... I'm not strong on this. And like Chargers and Falcons is beautiful, dude. Okay. That's beautiful. Well, again, I'm I'm really excited to hear what you have right. to say, but I'm just telling you how I feel. It's no, I a single you. header on Fox, it's a double header on CBS, meaning this Really the afternoon is shite. Yeah, well, CBS gets four games in the morning, three in the or one in the afternoon. Fox gets one in the afternoon. Dude, are your are your people pissed that Rams at Bucks is CBS? I'd be pissed. I mean, this is just like one of those little kinks with the right. with the schedule. I I think that we'll probably get an AFC game at some point. I don't yeah, know. I guess. All I know is that week 12 is going to be they better, very... They better give you the Chiefs. I'll tell you that much. Week 12 is going to be very... We, we got the Chiefs. When? Against the 49ers. Yeah, but that's NFC too. That's true. Yeah. Well, no. Right. Oh, you're saying... You're just saying pure AFC versus AFC. Man. Yeah. Because okay. Rams at Bucks, that's like as NFC as you could get. But also these two teams suck. So the matchup isn't as good. Yeah, but it's a... I mean, it's Aaron Donald and Tom Brady. Like, this is so high. There's still star power. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, anyway, let's get the picks. Just I'm because... not saying you're wrong. Right. I want to go based off of our like regular schedule that we have in front of us. Yes, here. we're gonna do that. Yeah. So let's start with uh, our Fox. Um, oh, Fox. I guess there are four games. I, I misread that. Anyway, um, let's start with Packers Lions, which is on Fox early slate. Um, we mentioned how the Lions trade T.J. Hawkinson. There just isn't much left for the Lions. They've they they haven't won very many football games. One and six. Packers are not doing much better at three and five. I'm trying to think if there is injury news that we can share from this. I'm going through it right now. Devondre Campbell's out for Green Bay. Um, that's pretty big. Questionable at the moment. Bakhtiari, David Bakhtiari, all pro left tackle. Elgin Jenkins, who's a very good guard. Alan Lazard, who missed last week. Preston Smith and Christian Watson. Very important that those and, guys are all questionable. And as always, Aaron Rodgers has his bruised vagina. Um, um, oh my god! Oh, I cursed. <laughs> really. uh, but yeah. Um, uh, so what the, do you line, the lines I, don't have very many. Well, DeAndre Swift is the big one in terms of the injury. Interesting report. that the line is three and a half. 
Really? It's that's all it is. Three and a half in favor of Green Bay, of course. Um, okay, on the road. Are, are you are you taking the Packers begrudgingly or what? I mean, I do think the Packers will win. They're better better quarterback. Mainly, that's what it comes down to. Yep. And I do think they'll cover. I think they'll win by ten. Um, I do. Green Bay. Uh, the Lions do well at home in terms of scoring points, but they can't stop anybody. No, their defense I like, is terrible. I like Detroit to put up a fight, but ultimately Green Bay wins thirty-four to twenty-four. Okay. All right. Um. Do you remember last year when the Lions couldn't win a football game? I do. Do you remember who their first win was against? It was against was it, us. Was it, no. Was it not the Packers? No, we swept the Lions last year. Uh, I think they they beat the Packers like the last game of the season. Oh, okay. That, the the moment first. when... Oh, it was the Vikings. Oh, it was the Vi- Vikings. Okay. Yeah, and the guy wrote a song, the Lions won a game. Yeah, we're going off... Still it was, slaps. One of my favorite songs. Maybe I'll even include it at the end of the episode okay. because of how good it is. Well, because of that, I, I really thought it was the Packers who the Lions beat, but it was the Vikings. You're absolutely right. Um, right, right. And it produced one of the best moments of last year when Jared Goff went to go hug Dan Campbell. I love that. I really I love, love that. that. I do love, I love Jared uh, Goff. I know he's not that good, but oh, I love the guy. Did you say his score, by the way? 34-24. 34-24. That's right. I, short-term memory loss. Really killing me. Um, I'm taking the Packers, too. I, I think right. the Packers... Even without those targets that Aaron Rodgers has, I think that the offense will... Do pretty well. I'll say I'll say twenty five seventeen. Ooh, okay. So no scoregami. If it was eighteen, it would be scoregami. Really, to it would. You want to give it the eighteen? No. Twenty five seventeen. Got it. Make make the make the Lions try to fight for like a two point conversion. Right, or right, right. Fair, fair. Okay, let's go to next Fox game, which is the Vikings. Who we're alluded to. I'm pretty sure they lost to the Washington team in twenty ten. The or no, yeah, two thousand eight maybe two thousand nine. I think they lost. Cole Pepper was the quarterback. I think they lost to them twenty five seventeen. Okay. Uh, we'll have to double check on that. But anyway, was moving it, on. Well, if you said 08, that's the 016 lines. That's the way right, I think. Lines. I think it was actually 09 because oh. I don't think it was. Cause the I think first was, year of Matthew Stafford. Correct. I think that's. I think that's. Wait, you said Culpepper was the quarterback. It, I, I think Culpepper was a backup at that point. Really? But I don't know. I'll have, I'll have to check up on that. But anyway, moving on. Yeah, Vikings, they go on the road. They take on the Commanders. Um, I, I want to know if TJ Hawkinson's going to figure in the offense. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I think he'll, in I a think limited will, capacity. I think he'll have maybe. I would be surprised if he has more than five targets. Right. I. Do you like? First I think all, he'll have, you, I think. I mean, put him in on a couple third downs. Let him. You know. Do you think the Vikings are for real? Honestly. I do. At six, at six and one. Yeah. Really? Sure. Why okay. not? I mean, look. They like they they. they I, I I think they're for real in the sense that I don't think anyone in our division is that good. Right. Like I just. I think that the Packers are. Um, you know, like they've been like I think they're going to be mid at best, even when Rodgers does figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah, I mean, I think that just by virtue of playing in a shit division, yeah, I'd, I'd say the Vikings are are legit. Okay, so do you think they're going to win? <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, I do. I okay. do think the Vikings go to Washington and get the win against uh you know very frisky Washington team. Uh, you really like using that word tonight, frisky. Yeah, it's uh, it's been on the brain. Uh, I'm take uh. <laughs> I'm going to take the Vikings to win on the road uh, 27-21. I don't feel confident about the Vikings at all. But I'm still going to pick them. Interesting. Because even though the Commanders don't have Jahan Dotson or J.D. McKissick, like they still have some pretty good running backs. And the problem is the Colts are not the Vikings, this year at least. Right. Um, I think it'll catch Washington by surprise, although they played you know relatively well in these past few weeks that's why they're four and four but 
Yeah, I, I think Minnesota is going to be too much. I mean, they're, they're, it's a pretty clean bill of health for Minnesota at this point. They, they just don't have Dalvin Tomlinson, who's a pretty key cog in the defensive line for them. Right. Other than that, I want to see what TJ Hawkinson can do. I, I love the dynamic with Kirk Cousins and Kevin O'Connell. I said that last week. I'll say it again this week. Uh, I think it'll be closer, though. 27-24. Minnesota wins. That is That would be exactly covering the But spread. I love Taylor Heineken. It is a three-point spread in favor of Minnesota. On the uh. So that is, yeah, you're, uh, you and Vegas are thinking, thinking alike. All right, we're both uh, two and two because we both picked the same team. Yes. In the first two picks. Okay, let's say it. You, you, you want to talk about the beautiful matchup on Fox. The Chargers are going on the road and they're playing the Falcons in Atlanta. It's just, I love this game because it's, two teams that are just so so snake bitten I guess is the word um, you know they've each had such shaky histories um, and you know just like such tragic losses throughout those histories um, and that's kind of why I think this is such a beautiful game um, you know both teams haven't won a Super Bowl uh, that's another fun fun fact about them they both made the Super Bowl they both have made Super Bowls uh, they both I made, think they both, they both made, made one two. Super Bowl no the Falcons made two definitely two when 1999 and and 2016. Oh, oh, duh. yeah, duh. Um, why do why do why do I think of the first one? <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. That you I don't of think that of the one. 28 to three right. one. You know, uh, but the because I try is, to forget it because like, I hate they, the But the thing is, they were both the Chargers and Falcons in the 90s. They both played in Super Bowls that were so bad that like people forget that they went to the Super Bowl. True, because they got blown out. Thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, like just two complete ass kickings. Well, actually, the Falcons one wasn't. You, we're it was gonna, closer. We're going to watch that. We're, you're going to find out why it wasn't that much of an ass-kicking, but anyway, we'll get there. I'm very um, excited. Yes, uh, but I like... You know... I'm going to take Atlanta. You really like the Falcons. Uh, it's not even about that. I, I like the Chargers more. Like, I root for the Chargers actively more than I actively root for the Falcons. I just think they're better coached. And I think Herbert isn't playing great right now i think he's still hurt honestly playing through injury which like good for him but i i just like he just hasn't been as good as he usually is uh this year so i'm gonna take atlanta to win this one um in a fun game i think this will be a really fun game uh in a classic score of 31 28 wow you think it's gonna be that close i do okay what are you thinking so i'm thinking the chargers don't have any offensive weapons Oh yeah, Allen's hurt. What, Keenan Allen's hurt? out. Mm. Uh, Donald Parham, tight end, out. Mike Williams, ankle, out. Yep. Dustin Hopkins, kicker, out. I don't know why I'm mentioning that. Oh, that's worth, it's, it's that's a, important. It's a, you said 31-28, so like, right. that would be a good difference maker. Um, DeAndre Carter is currently on the injury report. He's got an illness. He's questionable. Um, it's literally just Herbert and Eckler. That's it. Yeah. Like, and... and we're featuring Austin Eckler, by the way. Spoiler right. alert on oh, our show on Sunday. Um, so I was involved in that to a, to a degree. Right. Um, Austin Eckler, by the way. Sounds like an amazing guy. I would love to have him on this podcast. Oh. If we could possibly get him on the podcast. Let's get Austin Eckler on the podcast. That'd be great. That'd that would be that. so Why sick. not? Why not? Hit him up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I'd do that. but Magic. You can try to. I'll DM him on Twitter, Graham. I don't Instagram. Instagram. Can, can you DM anyone on Instagram? I don't have it. I I have an Instagram, but I don't use it. Uh, I don't know how. I it think works. you could DM anyone on anybody Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Anyway, football. So, football. Uh, Chargers are not going to win <laughs> because they don't have anybody on defense all right. or on offense. Um, on defense. I mean, the only reason I would take the Chargers if all those guys I just mentioned were healthy is because they also are coming off a bye week. Right. So, 
Um, that coupled with uh, questionable play calling on the offensive end is why I'm taking Atlanta. And I'll say 31-27. Okay. You said 31-28, I'll say 31-27. Yeah. Hey, that's different. I mean, the spread is negative three in favor of the Chargers, so yeah. Um, Chargers are, are favored by are three. Favored by three. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, hammer Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I would I would do. Our last game on Fox features the two uh, Cats teams. The two Carolina of, Two Pan- of the Cats teams. Two of the Cats right, teams. Right. Well, yeah. Sorry, not the two Cats teams. Uh, the Carolina Panthers going to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the Bengals in this one. Uh, I'm pretty sure you will, too. I'm just guessing. They're favored by seven, by the way. Um, you know, I mean, I, I like I like what the Falcons have, or the Panthers have done recently. P.J. Walker has been fun. Joe Burrow's excellent, and I think they just bounced back from that Monday night loss. Um, Bengals are four and four right now. I th- I do you know they're definitely missing Jamar Chase, no question about oh, it. Oh, for sure. Like you know that was evident from the beginning of the Browns game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just still think you know T. Higgins is really good and Boyd is really good. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are a better team and they're going to win uh 27 to uh to 17. Okay. I also for Carolina, Chuba Hubbard who is basically Christian McCaffrey's replacement not playing again. Oh, yeah. So you get another dose of Deontay Foreman and if he had himself a game this week that he would have had last week, he would have scored three touchdowns again. So That's true. Um that's a sign. Um I'm also taking Cincinnati just cuz I think they're the better team. Although I would love if Steve Wilkes could, you know, rally a big road win for the Carolina Panthers because I wanted to be the head coach moving forward. That'd be cool. Um, I'm, I'm taking Cincy though. I think even with the fact that Jamar's out, they have a game under their belt. They got blown out. They're going to play angry. So Carolina yeah. is a very good team to take that out against. I too would like to see Steve Wilkes do well. I want to see PJ Walker shine too. This would have been another good um, Baker Mayfield game though, because he's playing against an AFC North opponent. Right, right, right. But he's he not. knows him, you know. He knows but, him, but he's not going to play. I mean, PJ Walker's really like he's 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 looked good on this offense. So you it's know, just about like you got to roll. The with Panthers him. have guys who are just doubted. Right. So that's, so yeah, they, they have a reason. You know, like yeah. there's there's a lot of reason to root for them. But I've got Cincinnati. I, I think they'll win twenty eight nineteen. Okay, I like it. So that's a fun little score. Yeah. What about your Colts going to the Patriots? You know, old rivalry back in the Brady Manning days. Yep, it's not that anymore. The Dungy, Belichick, the Belichick, Caldwell, Belichick, who else? I'm only forgetting. Caldwell, Dungy, who else coached the Colts? Who else coached the Colts? Chuck Pagano. Pagano, right, right. Pagano, Arians at one time, yeah. Arians. Andrew Luck. Yeah, basically a year. Um, The big news, like I mentioned, is that the Colts will not have Jonathan Taylor once again. He's dealing with an ankle injury. He re-aggravated it uh, in last week's game against Washington. Never returned. Is it Ellinger again? Uh, it'll be Sam Ellinger again, who will be starting at quarterback. And he'll be taking on Mac Jones. Um, yeah, listen. Again, every time I pick the Colts to win, they lose. Every right. time I pick against the Colts, they win. So, so I'm picking the Patriots. Yeah. No, um, I mean, I, I'm with you on that. Listen, like Michael Pittman is a good guy. I like him. Um, that drop sucked last week, man. I was so annoyed. I was... Ugh, I can't imagine. That whole game. But again, losing Taylor Heineke is like... I don't know. It, it's like it me when I um, slapped you in the face a bunch of times when we were it, in It's a rite of passage. Yeah. In some ways. I, I get it. I get it. But I want Sam to do well. And the Colts fired Marcus Brady, their offensive coordinator. Frank Reich will... I mean, I don't know why because Frank Reich calls the plays. But I guess it just didn't work out. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Patriots to win. I think they'll just run all over the Colts. 
Um, Fair. I am as well. What's the score? What's your score going to be? Uh, I like 24-14. 14? Yeah, I think the Colts only get 14. I think the Colts will be lucky to get two touchdowns with a young quarterback going against Belichick. I like 20... I like 20 to 6. Okay. New England. All right. Hey, I hope I'm wrong for your sake, man. Yeah. That'd be cool. You, you know who else is playing on CBS? That is my Chicago Bears yeah. hosting the Miami Dolphins. That's right. Oh, yeah, I, I can I can already see you're 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 struggling here. I'm praying for what rain, you... man. I'm just praying for rain. What do you mean it rains in Miami? Chicago. Yeah, I know, but like the speed anything to anything to slow down those two, Hill and Waddle. I'm just, I'm just hoping and praying for rain, man. I, I wish just, we were recording this. I wonder, I wonder we if, just did the waddle. I wonder if Tom, what's his name? Tom Waddle, the the Bears' old receiver. I wonder if he's like a little bit rooting for what about Jalen Waddle? Wait, game. Tom Waddle is in like Waddle and Sylvie Waddle. Yeah. Uh, wait, he was a Bears receiver. Yeah. Oh, you not know about Tom Waddle? No. Oh, wow. I, wait, that's wild, dude. John Madden. There was a playoff game. Who's one? Sylvie? Sylvie. I don't. I think he's like a boxer or something. But. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom Waddle, yeah, there was like a playoff game, the Bears versus Cowboys, like in the late, early, early, late 90s, I don't remember, but like, um, Tom Waddle just had a huge game, and John Madden just loved how tough that Tom Waddle was. But yeah, that's who Waddle is, he's a former Bears receiver. I did not he's know pretty that. pretty good, pretty good player for a while, yeah. But, but you're not taking the Bears? Um, no, I'm not taking the Bears, I'm taking the other Waddle to win. I do think our offense is gonna have some nice moments in this game, but... Nice moments aren't enough to win. Usually, I like Miami to win thirty-one to twenty. I can see it being that high scoring. Honestly, can you? Can you? By the way, while I'm talking, look up what the over under is. Oh yeah, because yeah. you just said fifty-one. So I, I think it could easily be around then. If you if you're taking the like, it could be like forty-seven and a half. The over under. Oh wow, the over is at 40, 45 and a half. Okay, you know yeah. what? That that makes a lot of sense then. Fifty-one. That's almost a touchdown. So, right. I mean. Listen, I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I don't know how inclement the weather is gonna be in Chicago. I mean, It'll be pretty listen, inclement, you have a you have a quarterback from Hawaii, and you have a you have a wide receiver from Alabama, in Jalen Waddle. Yep. Um, who I mean, play in Miami. Probably <laughs> so, no relation to Tom Waddle. I don't think so. But I I listen again. The Bears traded away Roquan. They traded away Robert Quinn. They don't have anybody to rush the passer. Tua gets the ball out super quick. If the Bears can protect the middle of the field, then they might have a chance. But honestly, what'd you say? 31-20? That's the score I was going to say. So oh, instead of... You know what? I'm going to up my score. I'll say 35-23. to 35-23. 35-23. All right. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. I hope uh, hope, hope we're both wrong, you know? Well, for your sake, I hope, yeah. you're, I hope you're right that we're wrong. Yeah. Um, AFC East matchup. On CBS in the morning, the Bills are taking on the Jets. Uh, both team, both Bills are what six and one now. Yes, and the Jets are five and three. Five and three, and maybe exposed by Bill Belichick last week. Who knows? Offensively, uh, definitely does not help that they don't have Brees Hall anymore. I know um, they have James Robinson now. Good, good player. Brees Hall special, I think. Um, sucks that he got hurt. I can't believe Brees Hall is as good as he is. The the Jets, by the way, have a very clean bill of health on their on their uh, injury report. Minus so. Brees Hall. But yeah, also the Bills do, too. too right? um, uh, Matt Milano is the only questionable one with an oblique. What about Matt Oreo? Oh, because you said Milano. I said Milano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there probably is a Matt Oreo in the world. There's got to be a Matt Oreo. Shout out Alex Oreoff. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, I like the Bills. Nobody knows who that no, is, by the way. Okay, I, don't care. Uh, I like the Bills to win. Uh, pretty uh, close, a game that's 
probably closer than some people might think. I got them twenty four seventeen. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I just, you know, they're on the road. And Jets fans will be pretty hyped up about it. I I think it'll be pretty close. I think thirty four fourteen. Oh my god! Wait, the spread's at eleven and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm wow. saying. I think thirty four fourteen. Yeah, you know what? I almost want to change it just after seeing the spread. I'm going to say 31-17. 31-17. Okay. Buffalo Bills get the win. Okay, I said 30. I'll, I'll say 31-14. Are we going to agree on every game this Yeah, week? honestly, we've agreed on every game we, so we far, might, Oh, we? this next one is kind of tricky. Okay, well, I'm genuinely curious to hear what you have to say. But also, yeah, I'll say 31, 31 or what did I say, 34-14? Yes. 34-14 Buffalo gets okay. the victory. I'm going to take that field goal and give it to the uh, give it to the Jets from the Bills, 31-17. Well, Greg Zerline thanks you. Greg Zerline, you're welcome. Greg the leg. Greg the leg. Raiders Jaguars from TII Bank Field in Jacksonville, where they somehow have an NFL franchise. Yeah, uh, soon to be the London Jaguars, according yep. to Fox Sports Insider Stop it. Friedman. Oh, God, um, we're still running with this joke. It's, it's, I'm never going to stop. <laughs> Raiders are coming off a zero-point showing against the... Uh, Saints. The Saints. Ooh, that was a it's not easy to play week. down in Duval County. However, the Jaguars... This game is just sad, man. Like these are these are two very underachieving teams. Two offensive minds, though. Doug Peterson, Josh McDaniels. We're gonna get a nine-nine tie. I'm predicting a nine-nine tie in this game. You think this is gonna be like last year when Buffalo went to Jacksonville, and I think it was nine-six. It was nine-six. Josh Allen beat Josh Allen. That's yeah. right. Um, are there any good. players like that on these two teams? Is and there like a Hunter Renfro? Does Hunter Renfro, the baseball player, play for the Jaguars? Come in to play for the Jaguars? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, not this time around. No. I. Who do you like in this one, dude? I don't know. I the really Jaguars know. are like, bad. They're they. they didn't, I like the Raiders. Didn't they start two and zero? The Jaguars. I like the Raiders in this one because I think the Raiders could beat some bad teams, maybe. But like last week was pitiful for it. I think they're gonna win. I like the Raiders to win in a close one, sixteen thirteen, which is like always just a sad score for a game i feel like 16 13 like if a game ends 16 13 you know it was just like a like a shit show have you ever heard a british person say jaguar uh yeah i had a friend at camp who was a jaguars fan do you remember how he said it jaguar jaguars i don't know i don't i'll have to ask benji jaguar jaguar that's because right. jag- actually jaguars jaguar jaguar is a british car company as well i bought him a i bought him a jaguars mug because I was, I thought it was so cool that he liked the Jaguars. It's like what the NFL was doing worked for him because it was like right was, because because it, they always play there. And right. It's like, yeah, I just thought it was pretty cool. So yeah, I uh, I'm definitely uh, still to this day I think the only Jaguars fan I actually know. That's funny. Um, um I I think so. You're so you're taking Las Vegas. Yes. I really want to take Las Vegas because again, this is the same thing as the Bengals right. where they got embarrassed last week and then they can come back this week with a vengeance right jaguars have not been playing well at all i want to see if darren waller plays for the raiders because he's been out for a few weeks with a hamstring injury yeah he's becoming a it would be great for him to come back but it would also be fine for the raiders to sit him honestly i don't blame him um they should have traded him i'm taking las vegas too i'm just i'm I'm gonna do it even though they're on the road it it would not surprise me if the jaguars win right oh definitely it would they stole it um the raiders still have better players so it's just like I, I gotta lean that way. I could see this one being very high scoring. Really? I could see this one going down like thirty to twenty four. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I, I, I think I want to pick that. All right, in I, favor picking, of the Raiders. So we're picking the same team, but I'm obviously just picking very different scores. You're picking sixteen thirteen. I'm picking yes. thirty twenty four. Okay. I wonder what the line is. I'm, I'm guessing two and a half. Two and a half? Or I don't know. You think it would be that close? 
Let's see. Where is it? Maybe they forgot about it. It's no, two. They, wow. They didn't forget about it's, it. It's two. Okay. Raiders favored by two. All right. Well, you know, we talked about two of the Cats teams in yes. the NFL, Panthers and Bengals. Let's talk now about some birdies. About, yeah, let's talk about some birdies. Uh, we talked about the Eagles already on this podcast. Our only game on Fox as a single header starting at 405 Eastern, 105 Pacific is the Seahawks going to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. And the Seahawks probably have been, in my opinion, the best story in football this year. Everyone discounted them. Everyone was like, oh, you know, throw in the towel. They traded Russell Wilson. Nope. Geno Smith is like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now. Oh, no doubt. I would even say he might be, be top five. Easily. This like, year, for sure. Yeah. Like his QBR is insane. Yeah, he's got a little bit of a Romo thing going on. Yeah, so who do you, do you, do you like uh, Seattle in this one to continue their uh, their fine performances? Arizona's favored by two. Arizona's favored by two. They're favored by two. They are at home. Get and, out of here. I mean, uh, stop. Hopkins this. is Hopkins is back. So what? I <sighs> the Seahawks literally have the most underrated secondary in football. They do. They do. Um. I think Arizona's going to steal this one. Also, That's going to be my bold pick. They of the became week. one of the first teams, I think, to sweep the All-Rookie of the Month awards. Tariq Woolen winning it on the defensive side, and then Kobe Kenneth Bryant. Walker oh. Kenneth Walker winning it on the offensive side. Hmm. Rookie well, of the Month for the for month them. of November. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you or how great... Or October. It so. just goes to show you how great of a coach Pete Carroll is. Yeah. I still think I that, Pete. like, you know, these rivalry games always could go either way, and I just... Um, you know, this time I'm, I'm just taking Arizona. I think they're going to find a way to wow. steal Wow. I, I mean, I don't love the way the Cardinals have played at all this year. They've been very hit or miss. So, but I think at home, you know, like they, they could play pretty well at home. Uh, Seattle's riding high right now. They're good, you know. I'm not taking anything away from how good they've been this year. But I like Arizona to win in a fun game uh, with the common score of 27-24. I saw a stat, and I could probably go pull it up right now, but I'll just say it. Rodney Hudson, Arizona's center. He played for the Raiders from 2016 to 2021, and he only missed, I think, four games in total. Really? He's missing his 10th game, I believe, for the oh, Cardinals wow. in a season and a half. That's terrible. So you look at that injury report. Yeah, that's... And I keep thinking back to the injury report. It's important. Hudson's a... I mean, he's a baller. He's one of the better centers in yeah, the Yeah, he's very underrated. You know, Him, Max Garcia there. on the offensive line, also not playing, and then just a bunch of questionables. Right. Buda Banker with an ankle, I think he'll go. James Conner with a rib injury, he hasn't been able to go these past few weeks. Is this the game that he's going to get active? I'm not sure. Maybe J- James Conner might come back. Um, DJ Humphreys, another tackle on their O-line, is banged up as well. So, And the Seahawks don't really have a whole lot that they're worrying about on their injury report. So I'm taking Seattle. I just I want to see their I story. It. Just, I respect it. I want to see their story continue. And it would be good against a very mediocre defense. But again, these... Divisional rivalry games in the NFC West can always go down either way. And, and by the way, especially in Arizona, those games are really fun. Oh, like, my God. If you yes. remember from recent years, you had that Marshawn, like, Beast Quake run. You had that one game where it, it was 6-6. Six, it, six. it was like a 9-9 nine, nine, or 6-6 six, 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 tie. 6-6 yeah, yeah. six, six tie. Zane Gonzalez missed the uh, field oh, goal. Don't and then, remind uh, me. That breaks my heart. Yeah, and then another guy missed the field goal, and it was just like... But Jason Zane Myers. Was, right, right. And it was, Who's still kicking it, for it, sale, it, by it the breaks way. my heart, but it's also like... He, it was. It had to be a relief when the other guy missed the field goal because then you're like, oh, okay, like true. I guess we both got 
hit by a ghost or something. But yeah, I think it's twenty four twenty three Seattle. By the way, oh, I think okay. it's close. Yeah, that that is you know cl- close as you that'll can get. Be fun as hell. Yeah, I think that's an exciting game. That that'll be fun. That'll be that'll be a fun one. So the best game on the slate, in my opinion, besides Chargers Falcons, um, or Bills Jets, honestly, is Rams Bucks. And it's I thought you said both teams suck. Both teams do suck, but it's the best game in terms of star power. That we talked true. about that it. That is true. That is it's, true. It's Aaron Donald. It's Tom Brady. It's Jalen Ramsey. It's Mike Evans. Right. Like, just thinking about it. but And it's also a rematch of the great divisional game, great from, divisional last game from last year, which the Rams ended up pulling out. Um, how do you see this one shaking out, Elijah? Um, ah, they're both very underachieving this year, aren't they? Uh, I think... I'm going to take the – win and out, take Tom Brady. I'm going to take the Bucks to win 23-20. 23-20. 23-20. 23-20. Yep. Okay. I'm taking the Rams. Okay. I like I, it. I, I like the Rams. The Bucks don't have their starting tight end, Cameron Brate. I feel like Brady totally missed out on his opportunities last week um, against – who did they play last week? Kansas City? No, that was a few weeks no, ago. That was a while back. They played um... – they played so. Oh, they, didn't they play Thursday they the night? The Panthers recently. Oh, the Ravens. Yeah, they played the Ravens the on Ravens. Thursday night. So, right. so that's the only reason why I would take the Buccaneers. This is a big game for like you know if either like teams are these teams at this point in the season already fighting for their playoff lives, kind of. Yeah, you know? Rams um, at three and four, Bucks at three and five. Like both teams desperately need a win. So, I don't know who needs it more. I, I think the Buccaneers are just limited. They don't have Russell Gage either. Right. They don't have Antoine Winfield. He's out with a concussion. Right. And then. Carlton Davis at this point in time has a hip injury. He's questionable. Sean Murphy Bunting also in the secondary. Like, right. who who are who are the Buccaneers going to guard? Like, Cooper Cup's banged up. I understand that, but that's, listen, that's I, a problem. It it is a problem, but I he's gonna play. He'll obviously. play. Right, right. Um, I'm taking Stafford. Taking the boys. All right. I, I think they'll I think they'll win twenty six twenty three. Okay. Love so love a Matt Gay field goal against his former team I to win it. it. Down like the la- just like last year, right? Just like last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I remember it well. So let's talk Sunday night. Sunday These night's kind of low key rivals. Sunday night's very interesting. Titans, Chiefs. Oh, real quick about that last game. Yeah. Fun fact. I think uh, the Buccaneers, Rams, they had a scoregami in the NFC Championship 11 to 6. The Rams won against the Bucks. Did That's they? it. 11 to 6. Fun fun little baseball score. Oh. They had the, 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 the Card- St. Louis Cardinals beating the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, let, let, let's talk Chiefs-Titans. This is a rematch of an October 24th game from last year where the Titans at home killed the Chiefs 27-3. to Yes. I, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think Casey's <laughs> going to win this time handily. Uh, what's his name? Um, Malik Willis. He only threw one second half pass last week. He's probably not playing, by the way. I thought he was. Malik no. was starting. Not Tannehill? Um, back? Let's look at the injury report. I just want to make sure. Um, I think Tannehill's back this I'm week, pretty, though. I, I, I'm pretty sure I read yesterday it was Malik Willis. But I could be wrong. You could be, but I don't know. Let's see. Um in any in any case, I'm taking Tennessee. Either way, right? Like I Yeah, Tannehill right now is questionable. Okay. So he's not out yet. Right. Um yeah, if if he's out, I'm changing my pick. But right now with the way that the um Titans are constructed, I mean Listen, they they started. You the are se- taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. They oh, started wow, the season zero and two. They're now five and two. They're hot. They are very, very hot. hot right now. And so, like, why not go with the hot hand? That's um, fair. Kansas City has. Because, I'll tell you why not go with the hot hand because Patrick Mahomes. I understand that, but like Tennessee figured him out last year, and they didn't really lose much 
on in terms of the defense. Yeah, but here's the thing. I love watching this chess match between Patrick Mahomes and Mike Vrabel. I right. love it. It is a great. It is a great match. I will say that is a really good matchup. But be you like be you like Kansas City because you're doing you're doing the safe pick. I'm trying to branch that's out. Fair, here. That's like, fair. That's fair. But also like I just I just think first of all, ten, Casey's favored by twelve and a half. Holy I guess that, crap! That is a safe pick. I would take the I take the Titans. The the I take the spread. I think the Titans will cover. Okay, but I do but think you the like Chiefs win at home. At home, I can see it. Twenty. But- 23-16. I think there'll be some field goals. Listen, another playing devil's advocate again. Kansas City almost lost to Las Vegas on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's true. But like, that's true. The Raiders aren't good. That's true. I mean, they Tennessee. They, is, they got they got hosed by a terrible roughing call. They game, did. That's true. I will say it. But like, but yeah, no, I that's a fair. That's why I'm I'm, I'm taking the hot hand here, especially if Tannehill's back. I mean, I don't want to say that because that's like me just putting words in my mouth. Right, Tannehill's right. not going to make that much of an impact. Right. But. Well, we'll see how Kansas City does against a very healthy Derrick Henry, yep, like who's running who and, ran wild last and week. And I think the way. big thing I want to look out for on Kansas City's offense now is Kadarius Tony, who was oh, yeah. another trade. I mean, not trade deadline per se. He was traded well before the deadline, but traded from the New York Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's playing in his first game. Electrifying player, like yeah, he was awesome. I want to see how he does against a, a pretty good Tennessee secondary. So I bet he scores in the red zone at some point. Also, I don't know if I said a score. I don't t- think I did say. I don't a score. think you said a score either. Twenty-one seventeen. Twenty-one seventeen. No, you know what? No, this, this there's got to be more scoring. Twenty-seven to twenty-four. The, the common score. Right, the common score. I got you. Yeah. I, I'm taking. I said twenty. I said twenty-three sixteen. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna up that to twenty-six nineteen. Okay. Chiefs are gonna get the win. Okay. All right. The over under is cool. currently at forty-six. Like like two chains said, we're different. We're different. Well, it's, I'm. Different. So that's funny. Morning games were the same. Afternoon games. We're all split. Where are we on Monday night? That's a good question. Well, I can tell you who's playing on Monday night. That would be the Baltimore Ravens, again, getting a primetime game. It's one. Of, I, I feel like there was another team earlier this season who played on a Thursday and then played on the on the Monday. Was it Chicago? It was the Bears. It was, it was the, the Bears. Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we so, look like two totally different teams. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, well, the Ravens got the win against Tampa Bay last Thursday. Yeah. Now they go into New Orleans and they play another NFC South opponent. They're playing the Saints. The Saints, Saints coming off a great win against the the Raiders. The Raiders. Yep, good defensive performance. Uh, Dennis Allen getting the win against his former team, in which he was a head coach for. By the he way, probably knows a thing or two. Yeah, I was gonna say knows knows some people in that org. Right. Um, it was announced a couple days ago that Michael Thomas, the one of the best catching receivers in football, is going to be on IR. Yep, and so he's not going to play. I don't think that they have Jarvis Landry. Um, ben I can go Jarvis ahead. Green Landry. No, that's not his name. I know, but I think it's funny. I don't that's know why. A, that's it's just a, a fun Honestly, that's a deep cut. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Um, why? Because, like, nobody remembers him. No, oh, that's fair. Nobody I, I don't remember nobody remembers a lot of Patriots running backs. Yeah, there's just, like, there's just a revolving There was door. that Notre Dame Steve running back. Ridley, um, Do you remember? Who was that Notre Dame running back who scored three or four touchdowns against the Colts on Sunday night? Uh, that doesn't. I feel like that doesn't narrow it down. Almost. I don't. I don't know the Notre Dame one. I know like Garrett Blunt Here, has I'm, like seven touchdowns against look the Colts in two playoff games. Patriots running back Colts. 14. Oh, Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray. Yep. And then he was like, he was released like a couple weeks later. Insane. And he fumbled or something like that. Yeah. Yep. He. Yep. It was a. It was a Sunday night game against the Colts. The Patriots won forty-two twenty, and uh, he became the first player since Herb Henderson of the 1921 Evansville Crimson Giants to score the first four touchdowns of his career in a single game. Wow. Like, wow. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, and then they just got rid of him. Uh, rabbit hole. wonder um, if he got a Super Bowl ring. Probably not. Nah, I, don't I don't know if he did. But, um, but this one's tricky for me. 
even even so, I mean, the safe bet for me is Baltimore. Um, I want to pick Baltimore, but also, I mean, if you can hold, hmm, the Raiders aren't that good. Raiders are not. Good. I think we're just still reverting back to the Raiders not right, being right. that good. You know what? I'm I'm going safe. I'm taking I'm taking Baltimore. I am too taking Baltimore in this one. Okay, what's uh, your score? And by the way, Baltimore's favored by two, only two and a half. I think that, that I, I could see it being that see close. It. I think it'll be 2017. The common, the common score, another common That's score. That's a year. Yeah, that is a somewhat recent year. Yes, I'd like the Ravens to win 20 to 17 on a Justin Tucker field goal. Uh, I just, you know, oh, I think they're a little kicking in a dome is fun. It is fun. I think, I think, I'm, you know what? Bold hot take. I think he's going to make a 60, 67 yarder. You think he's gonna break his own record? He's gonna break his own record. What yep. do you think? Like a like a half kind of thing? Halftime kind of thing. Yep. Okay. So right. I'm gonna say, 2017 Baltimore gets the dub. I, I like Lamar Jackson to beat Andy Dalton. That's really what it comes down. That's to. also a good point. Right. Andy Dalton getting the start again because I guess the coaching staff really likes him. Um, right. Rashad Bateman, by the way, Baltimore wide receiver, went on injured reserve with a foot injury. Ouch. I think he's out for the rest of the year. That's I'm pretty sure he is. I can't believe they didn't get their man a receiver. That blows my mind. I know. Um, but yeah, my Baltimore score, ooh, I... They also just got Roquan Smith. They did. Mm-hmm. I w- yeah, oh, it would be very exciting to watch him play on Monday night. Yes. I'll say I'll, I'll say 24-20. All right. I like Baltimore. I like it. So um, we're mostly in agreement except in the afternoon. Yeah. This and is, uh, the night. We're going to have to really keep track of this when we record our next episode. Oh, yes. Because I feel like we've been doing a really bad job of that. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, we're now. I got it. Yeah, all you got it right yeah, here on on our on our beautiful. And it's schedule not here. like that simple to erase, but it is erasable, so that's good. Good. That's it. Well, this was fun. This Glad was we fun. did another live episode of Picks. And you heard a high five because we're in person. Yes, we are in person. Woo! I don't know. If that, that doesn't that doesn't prove that anything. Doesn't really prove anything. No, yeah. it just proves we can snap. Yes. Um, follow Elijah, everybody, on the Twitter. He's a wonky and Easy Sports Network producing content as always. Um. Really good piece that you just did, uh, ADHD football. I thought it was fun. It, it was a was fun time. There'll be, more, there'll be more of that. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. I, I did. I'm yeah. just hopefully one of many. Um, I appreciate it. Follow me on Twitter, Noah Friedman underscore, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N underscore. Um, like my, an underscore, not the word underscore. No, yes. It's like right. a, a symbol underscore. Right. And and get our podcasts. I mean, thank you to everyone who's listening right now because you're doing it correctly. But yes. Spotify, Apple. Wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast on Anchor. And shalom. Sorry, I cut you off a little earlier. You did. I wasn't ready for uh, that. I, uh, okay, you ready now? Shalom.